the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern-day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio with a very special guest who uh, I've been bumping into <laughs> quite a bit in the in the community, in the circles that we run in. And it's such a pleasure to have with me Sue Warnke, who is the Senior Director of Content and Communications at Salesforce and the President of Faith Force San Francisco. Welcome to the show, Sue. Hi, thank you. It's so nice to, to be here. Yeah, so so glad you could join us. I know you have been running hard um, and just speaking all over the place. I actually uh, looked at your list of uh, speaking engagements and I thought, okay, I don't feel so bad for myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you see Santa Cruz, InterVarsity, Radiance Church, Westgate, Venture, City Impact. Wow, you have been really touring uh, and talking to churches and to uh corporations and just whoever would would have you come and talk about the passion that you have um in sharing your faith in a in a in a corporate setting and also in the church and the ways in which you're creating bridges in the between these two you know what you maybe usually people think of as separate areas you're creating this bridge and so i just think it's it's really um awesome that you're doing that and i wanted to just take a moment and uh, and sort of tell the listening audience a little bit about how how that came to happen because I think your story as I as I was listening to you at Silicon Valley Connect Connection mm-hmm. um, I um, I was you know thinking about your background and how you came to your you know salvation uh, in 2017 and how how that sort of spurred you on to do what you're yeah. doing today and so maybe you could just share a little bit about that um, for the listening audience. Yeah, absolutely. It has been a blessing to kind of uh, speak to so many people recently, and I, I really think there is a hunger for um, just talking about faith and its intersection with work. Uh, how I got into all of this, so, you know, I, I did convert just a little about two and a half years ago to Christianity after a lifetime 
as an agnostic, so I had grown up in a, a really religious environment in Utah, and we were not religious, so I kind of felt like an outsider. And because of that, I built a, a big wall around myself about religion, but of course we have to follow something, so like a lot of people, I, I followed the God of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That that actually works pretty well in yeah. life yeah. for a while. And it really wasn't until a few years ago where I had kind of come to the end of that, where I'd accomplished all the things on my list, and yet I still felt like I was missing something. And I sort of assumed that was career-related. So I, I left my job and pursued this new job where, where luckily I fell flat on my face for the first time in my career. And it was in that humility that humbling where weirdly people started to come into my life and I would hear a song, a Christian song that was suddenly beautiful. Um, I would, you know, read something about God and suddenly it was beautiful and it was just this kind of pulling. Uh, it all culminated in uh, this desire I had that this, this person popped to mind and it was my kid's old karate teacher. Hmm. Who had, I remembered suddenly had invited me to church six years earlier, which of course, I was you know pushed off then, but suddenly I thought of him, and I, I texted him out of the blue and asked if I could go to church. And that was a really profound experience, and, and that culminated. Um, after that, I, I was in a, a, on a business trip, and I got a text from this karate teacher, you know, right when I needed it, and he said, you know, I pray that the Holy Spirit will reveal himself to you. Mm. And at the time, I didn't actually know what that meant, but... I, I felt it. I knew that it was beautiful and kind, and this person had taken time out of his day, and I just sat with that. And then shortly after that, I got a, a phone call that changed my life, really. It was my aunt, Jane, and she said, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been debating whether to call you. I feel like I'm supposed to call you and tell you about God. Mm. And I decided I better listen to what she had to say, and, and it, it was beautiful. And I knew that I was in the presence of God and that this was the most important conversation of my life. And I had to make a decision. Is this, is this a coincidence or is this truth? And so I, I decided this was true, um, kind of fell to my knees and, and repented. And um, a couple of days later, wandered into a church and said a very messy prayer of commitment and uh, kind of the, the rest of history, life truly change uh, all for the better. Wow. Well, you know, I, I, when I recall listening to you share at Silicon Valley connect and I thought, um, I thought it was, it was just, I felt like I was on the call with you when you were describing, (laughs) um, you know, that, that moment, right. That moment where God comes and you know, it's him and you can't explain why you're, um, you're saying yes and yet mm-hmm. you know that there's no other there's no other answer right and yeah. and i so you know i i saw that in, you know you you have 19 years of of experience or of of working in the corporate world right in the it world yeah. and um and and actually it, it, i think it would be helpful for people to to know that you know here you are like you said, pursuing the God of accomplishment uh, uh, over at Sony Pictures and, and Uber and 
SAP developing training programs there and, and leadership at BTS and, you know, um, helping students at Stanford and Cal Berkeley and, and it just, just really going all over the place, doing amazing transformative work. And yet you didn't know the one who made you, the one who loves you, the one who called you into the very work that you're doing. Wow. Right. And, and so, so your aunt led you in the prayer. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, she, you know what she did, which was fascinating to me because she, you know, she thought I was going to sort of laugh at her almost because we just didn't talk about God. Mm -hmm. And she, she was very hesitant and nervous to share, but what she did, she didn't preach, but she simply shared stories of Mm. God in her life Mm -hmm. and Jesus in her life and how a couple moments where um, praying had lifted, you know, her heart and lifted her burdens. And um, the simplicity of that was just irresistible. It wasn't mm. preaching. It wasn't was, preaching. Um, mm. It was yeah. her story. It was her testimony. And she just did, you know, all, all she wanted out of it was obedience. She knew she was supposed to tell me and she needed to deliver that that package. Yes. Wow. Well, thank you, Auntie. <laughs> I don't know if you call her aunt or auntie, but uh, I just gave her a name. <laughs> uh, thank you for that, because there are thousands of people that are now being blessed by your niece because of your mm. obedience and praise mm. God for you. And so I just um, just want to talk a little bit about you. So you you had this experience in 2017. Here we are in 2019 and you yeah. have just zoomed right into uh, the role as the president of Faith Force San Francisco and one of the leaders for the Christian at Salesforce Network. And so you are, you are, you know, two years, you're right in there um, taking a leadership role. And this, and then just so the listening audience knows, the Faith Force San Francisco is an internal interfaith organization with over 1,600 members across five continents. And so this is, you know, no, no small thing to take on uh, when you're new in your walk. And so when we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit. I'd love to, for you to he- uh, tell me how that came about and yeah. how, what that's been like for you as a new Christian, um, you know, how you've, how you've managed that and, um, you know, any lessons learned from people that, uh, for people that are listening, that are thinking, you know, I want to do this in my workplace. Um, and so we'll come right back and hear a little bit more. And thank you so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. 
Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Sue Warnke, who is the Senior Director of Content and Communications at Salesforce and also the President of Faith Force San Francisco, as well as a leader of Christians at Salesforce Network. And during our last segment, we were talking about how so Sue um, gave her life to the Lord in 2017. And since that time, she has moved into these leadership roles there at Salesforce and, and is just really... Um, seeing some major movement of the Lord on her, on her life. And I wanted to just talk about how did that, how did that come about and, and how, how does it feel to you as you, um, as you, as you do this important work there at, at your job? Yeah, thank you. Um, you mentioned in the previous segment, Faith Force has become this, this big global organization. We actually have um, about 1,900 uh, employees that are involved in this across five continents, but it didn't start that way. Uh, you know, of course, it's it's oh, it's less than two years old. Um, the way I got involved in it is, you know, I I had left Salesforce. I had come back. That was one of the miracles that God gave me after I converted. He gave me a second chance here. And one of the things that He put on my heart day one after I came back was to pray here. I, I desperately wanted to find somebody that I could pray with. And that's really all I had in my head, not some big organization, but just find somebody to pray with. And I didn't really know how to do that, um, but I took a big risk. And I, I, my first day back, I posted on our internal network, and I said, would anybody like to pray with me? Which was really scary. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, nobody responded right away, which was really scary. But You're I like, oh, yeah. I want to delete that so bad. <laughs> I know. I did. And I thought, oh, no, that would look worse. So I'm just going to, like, trust here. And a couple weeks later, it took two, two to three weeks, um, somebody pinged and said, I would love to pray with you. And so we got together in this big empty conference room with glass walls, and we prayed, just the two of us. And, you know, the next week, there were three. And then mm-hmm. there were five, and then now there are hundreds, not not that far into the future. Um, people were just hungry, waiting in the shadows, waiting for somebody to go first, really. Um, and, and in parallel with that, I started asking around, you know, I, I felt pretty alone. You know, faith was so important to me. It was the number one, you know, thing in my life, and I wondered, am I the only one? <laughs> And so I started to ask around, not just the Christians, but, you know, I found out that a lot of people felt alone in their faith, Muslims, um, Hindus. And, and so, you know, we did a little research, and it turns out a couple people at Salesforce had already started the process of developing an employee resource group. And so I kind of bugged them enough <laughs> that they let me kind of join the process, and then we kicked off Salesforce together yeah, just about a year and a half ago, and that really took off, you know, mm-hmm. just people in all over the place that wanted a way to talk about faith, not proselytizing, but just, um, you know, being able to talk about this most important thing in their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that you, um, uh, you know, you pulled out not, not proselytizing. I think that one of the things that's a shame, right, is that uh, because of the, the fear of that, 
right? That you're going to just jump right in on pounce on someone and try to convert them. There's a fear of that. So then there's no discussion about your faith, which is a shame because um, it's, it's, it's such an important part of your person. And, um, and you know, you've got to be able to establish relationship, right? You've got to be able to um, be transparent and uh, authentic at the workplace, especially as you're building teams and to be able to let that part out about yourself and have people feel like, okay, you know, that's what she's about. Um, You know, I respect that and I honor that. And this is what I'm about. And she respects that and honors that about me that I just think, you know, the fact that, Salesforce has, has, you know, has got that, has, has actually um, put some, some uh, leadership behind that whole notion is, is very exciting, I think. And um, one, it's something that I think will make for a better work environment for everyone. Are are you finding that? Are you finding that that's okay? Yeah, I mean, we, we assume that there is this impenetrable wall, that that's the one thing you cannot talk about. But I think if you, if you ask people in, in, you know, sincere curiosity, what's your faith background and how did you grow up? Um, it really breaks down that, that wall and you can have a discussion. And, you know, it, what's interesting about that style of it, uh, of not proselytizing, is people come anyway. Right. People come, you know, setting up time on my calendar because I am you know, very clearly a Christian, and I, I, I mention it, and I kind of uh, work that in, people come to me, both people, a lot of Christians who've been hiding in the shadows for a very long time come to me, and they're really grateful that they can, they, you know, they, they have somebody that they can model after, that they can follow. And then um, there's people that are just exploring faith that come to me all the time and say, wow, so why, why did you convert? That's pretty weird. Um, tell me more about that. So, you know, they're coming to me. It's a pull model, not a push. Right. And so it's, it's uh, it, you know, it serves both audiences, those who just simply want to be seen in whatever faith perspective they're in, as well as those who are truly seeking and, and want more information. Exactly. And I think, uh, I mean, I do think that that is um, a biblical model. Right. It's biblical yeah. to for Jesus to be with people and them to show up on the mountain and sit down and want to hear what he has to say. They chose to be there. No one pushed them down, made them come. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when he would collide with someone in the marketplace or as he was going somewhere, people were coming to him to ask for healing. People were coming to him to ask for advice. Um, and yeah. he would uh, he would stumble upon somebody And, you know, even the women at the well, he would stumble upon her with words of knowledge or, um, you know, uh, questions that had had nothing to do with, you know, you know, that you need to get your life right. Just asking questions that would hopefully open up the heart and help the heart to see that, you know, that they're loved and they're important and they're thought of. And um, and so I think that that that's absolutely biblical. So awesome. So so here you are, you know, president of Faith Force San Francisco. And um, it started with just asking someone, would you like to pray? And here we are, 1900, um, you know, members later, lots of people wanting to pray. And are you seeing any um, any change in the in the environment as a result of this? Are you seeing that people are working more harmoniously with one another? 
Oh, absolutely. I would say the um, the most striking examples of that were after various faith-related attacks around the world uh, over the past year. We had the Tree of Life synagogue, we had mm-hmm. Christchurch, yes. and we had Sri Lanka. Right. And, you know, after each of those, with, with the presence of faith force, we could actually do something with that, right? We could we could come together, we could bring speakers. We had, we had a rabbi come in after the Tree of Life, and, you know, we lit candles for the victims. And, and, and you know, it's the first time a lot of um, Jewish employees had felt seen and felt mm. uh, really validated. And then, you know, sadly, but similarly with uh, Christchurch, you know, we had a huge outpouring of employees of all faiths coming together simply to just, you know, put our arms around uh, our Muslim Ohana. Mm-hmm. And it was life-changing. You know, people were, were crying. They were saying, you know, I can't believe that I, I have this support at work. Yeah. Um, and then similarly with Sri Lanka for our Christian community, uh, you know, just feeling the support of others and knowing that you can talk about faith and you can say, we support our Muslim Ohana, we support our Christian Ohana, which means family, of course, mm-hmm. um, and that we don't have to pretend this enormous thing didn't happen and mm-hmm. didn't profoundly impact employees' lives. We actually had people, uh, employees who lost family members in these attacks. So, uh, mm. you know, to pretend that, that you can't talk about that uh, really makes, you know, people feel up, uncomfortable, isolated. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Awesome. Well, uh, just shifting gears a little bit. So, you know, you you and I both spoke at, um, uh, it was actually called Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast prior. Now it's Silicon mm-hmm. Valley, I think it's Connect or Connection. Yeah. It's, is it Connect? Connect. Connect, yeah. yeah. Connect. And um, so that was an amazing experience with Skip uh, and and team, just uh, for me. And also, we, we also spoke at the women's Women Impacting the Marketplace event over mm-hmm. at Venture. And again, another amazing experience. And when we come back, I want to talk to you about, you know, what those experiences were like for you as you addressed, you know, at Silicon Valley Connect, thousand plus people, right? Um, mm-hmm. And really uh, at scale shared this message of hope and, with everyone. I wanted to just kind of get your take on how what that was like for you and then was there any cross-section again bringing it back to your corporate life uh what what did that look like so we'll we'll come back we're going to take a quick break we'll come back and hear from sue and thanks for listening to love never fails radio to join in the fight for love visit loveneverfailsus.com don't go away love never fails radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors this is dr meluna fausch I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com. PitchPerfectPresentations.com 
Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with our guest, Sue Warnke, who is the Senior Director of Content and Communications at Salesforce and the President of Faith Force of San Francisco. Um, so we were just talking about, you, you know, the the venues, right? Silicon Valley Connect and, mm-hmm. and women uh, impacting the marketplace and sort of this 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 momentum. I feel like there's a movement happening uh, right now and it's very exciting. You know, how was that for you presenting there at Silicon Valley Connect? Oh yeah, that was, that was quite a thing because that was pretty early on in my conversion under a year. And the thought of sharing my story so publicly was pretty scary actually. And Skip Roccarello who runs that organization actually had me record a snippet of my testimony and put it on YouTube. So they're always sort of like, baby steps of faith along the way to get to that point. And then to have it captured so beautifully as they did, um, just made it able to share, made help me be able to share that with more people and to hear the feedback from people that, oh, you know, this inspired me or this helped me share my story, just, you know, gave me the sort of courage to keep doing it. So it seems like God is, um, you know, has a, a much bigger plan than we can ever imagine. That's for sure. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I have been blown away. I've got to say, I literally, uh, I've spent, so I've been in the IT world for 23 years and I spent a good portion of it, uh, you know, uh, saying that I'm a Christian, but kind of hiding, uh, who I was because I knew that it would be offensive to people. And, um, I didn't feel that I worked with a lot of people who shared the same values that I shared. And so I kind of kept it, kept it, uh, tucked away. And of those 23 years, um, I, I think I had, had given my life to the Lord maybe four, you know, for four years into it. And, and so I, again, I just kind of kept it tucked. I, I've had supervisors say to me, you know, the reason why you're not married is because you're a Christian. If you were a Christian, you know, if you were not a Christian, you'd, you'd be married by now. And I had other ones kind of criticize me for certain behaviors that I, you know, I didn't get into. And so I was just really apprehensive. So here towards the end of, uh, the last, you know, 10 years here, I've been uh, letting it out a little bit more because it's such a huge part of my life. And I just don't want to live that way, hidden, tucked, you know, um, uh, afraid of the backlash. And I just figured, you know what, if people don't give me a promotion or they don't, um, they don't allow me to be who I am because of who I am, um, yeah. and, and whose I am, then, um, then I probably shouldn't be here. Right. Have you had yeah. any moments like that, Sue? Well, I think, uh, you know, there's definitely the fear of that. What, what has helped prevent that? I haven't had too many, honestly. Um, but what has helped prevent that is kind of using the language of the culture. So we talk a lot about diversity and inclusion and, you know, under that language, those, those kind of comments wouldn't fly. Right. Um, right. You know, we, we by by bringing religion into that the diversity and inclusion landscape, it educates everybody that oh, faith is just another type of diversity. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's your number one way to identify yourself, that's similar to race for somebody else or gender for somebody else. And so, you know, we do a lot of education that would um, to help prevent that to to help uh, you know raise that in people's visibility. 
Yes. But there's certainly a bias, you know, I mean, we all know it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, propagated it as a, a, a non-believer and, and pretty angry, actually, about religion most of my life. I was one of those folks that would sort of, um, you know, feel pretty negatively about religion, and especially Christianity. So I get where that bias is coming from, and and that may help in how I talk about it, because I can kind of uh, identify Mm -hmm. with some of the people that are feeling angry and break some of that that barrier down. And I just want to say another thing that has helped me is just a lot of great partnerships. So um, there's companies all across Silicon Valley, not just Salesforce, um, that have these really thriving groups, and and there's a you know, faith and work movement, and and all sorts of support channels that are helping drive that language and that change of mindset. Awesome, yeah. So uh, I I too have you know I, I, as much fear as I had. Uh, I found that as soon as I was more sort of authentic and open about it, I met with such a warm embrace from all of, I mean, just so many people that I hadn't anticipated being accepted by. And, um, and so that was, was a really pleasant uh, surprise. And, um, and it's like you said earlier, it's made for a a much uh, nicer work experience and uh, feeling appreciated from a diversity perspective, you know, as a woman, as a woman of faith, as a woman of color and so on. Um, you know, so uh, by the way, just wanted to plug that January 8th, Saturday, January 8th, 8.30 to 11.30, Venture is having another Women Impacting the Marketplace, and it's featuring Angela Einrens. Uh, I'm not, uh, Arends, sorry, I'm mispronouncing your name, Angela. Um, and she uh, was a, a leader at Apple Retail and also the CEO of Burberry. So she's going to be there. Um, just a, a plug there. They've got a, always got great speakers. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm so glad they let me be part of that 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 lineup and um, and the the expansion of that program has been really exciting to watch. So thinking a little bit about the cross-section. One of the things that I have been doing, um, Sue, and I'd love to get your take on this, um, I have been working really hard to create uh, opportunities for um, uh, survivors of human trafficking, as well as other underrepresented and underserved uh, members of our community and vulnerable members of our community, you know, reentry, homeless, foster youth, uh, to be to have an advocate and a training and the tools that they need to actually secure positions in uh, the tech world. And um, I'm just wondering, as you are looking at sort of this landscape of faith and uh, and IT uh, and 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 you know and your tech and the tech experience that you have, are you seeing opportunities like this to serve some of the communities that we are compelled, right, by you know, think from a faith perspective, compelled to help uh, the the those that are you know struggling among us. Yeah, it's been actually one of the favorite parts of this journey for me is is discovering how how Salesforce and other uh, tech companies are supporting these communities. So, in some of my research, I found out that um, you know thousands of Salesforce customers are actually faith based institutions, either churches or ministries um, that are serving this, this population you mentioned. And I think of. International Justice Mission mm-hmm. or Salvation Army or Compassion International, that our um, their entire mission is for that and that they can use our tools to, 
to help that community is fantastic. We also, uh, like a lot of companies, really encourage volunteering. So we bring, um, you know, we've, I've brought hundreds of employees out, out to the Tenderloin mm-hmm. to help that community, to volunteer with that community. Of course, you know, I, I see that they see the face of Jesus when they're, when they're doing that, when they are, um, you know, serving the community. But just in, um, you mentioned hiring. So, you know, we have a lot of initiatives, too, internally to diversify our hiring pool. Mm. So, you know, we, we work with all sorts of folks from, you know, non-traditional backgrounds to try to bring them in from, from year up to pep up tech um, that, you know, we, we realize we can learn so much from folks that have a different background than us in, in all sorts of ways, from age diversity to background diversity. So I think that's also a movement that's, that's truly happening. And that's so wonderful that you're such a part of it. Yeah. Well, so just to plug Salesforce uh, for Love Never Fails, we actually use Love Never, uh, we use Salesforce for our, um, our, uh, our housing. So we house women and children and we've housed over a hundred women and 20 children in our uh, 18 month restorative program and for survivors of human trafficking and their kids. And that's been an amazing um, opportunity to just, you know, pour into the lives of some incredible leaders. And as a matter of fact, one of our young ladies graduated uh, from uh, from the housing program and is now working as a network engineer in the field and um, in Cisco. And so it's just been um, incredible to watch her and others. But uh, we use Salesforce uh, to do all of our uh, all of our case management. And that was part of a grant that was given to us. So, uh, you know, when you mentioned that they are helping that you guys are helping thousands of of, uh, organizations, we're one of them and we're really grateful. So thank oh, you. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Woo. So, um, yeah. Amen. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about this and uh, other things that are going on in your world. And thanks so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. 
And welcome back to 11 Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Sue Warnke, who is uh, the Senior Director of Content and Communication at Salesforce and the President of Faith Force San Francisco. And we are just having a chat about uh, merging faith with your corporate environment and that being part of the diversity charter, as well as ways that we can use our faith to equip those that are underserved and under-resourced in our communities, the opportunity youth, opportunity adults that are there that are quite gifted and talented. Some of the things that I wanted to highlight, and I'd love to get your take, uh, I'm seeing just this um, this momentum around creating apprenticeships and internships mm-hmm. for, yeah. um, you know, diverse candidates, whether it's gender diverse, racial diversity, um, maybe it's a life experience. And I'm curious, is that something you're seeing on your end, not just at Salesforce, but across the industry? Are you seeing other companies uh, starting to embrace these these um, these ideals and these these values? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's it's not just a, a nice to have. I think it's it's an imperative that companies do that, and they they see that right. Um, we, in many ways, we have tapped out a lot of the talent, the you know traditional talent of engineering, and and we we need to, for a business perspective, reach beyond the traditional barriers. But far more important than that is that it's the right thing to do. Um, you know, we all grow by allowing that talent in, and I have several interns on my team that are from non-traditional backgrounds. And, of course, it, it does so much, not not just for them, um, but for the whole team, right? We all kind of contribute to this um, journey with them, and we celebrate with them, and we go to their graduation, their, their internship graduation. And it's um, probably the single most impactful thing that I have done for the health of my team is bringing on non-traditional talent. So I think a lot of companies are seeing that. Yeah, I was I was reading that uh, an article that talked about the thousands of positions that are left unfilled. And I think I would uh, I haven't actually done the research, but I want to say that a great deal of like 75 percent of them are quite advanced, right? The advanced app dev type roles and data scientist type roles, but there's 25% there that are not being filled that could be filled by, uh, you know, a candidate that just hasn't been sought after, right, in in some of these communities. And so this is one of the ways in which I'm hoping to bring my voice to the table and um, create these bridges between these, these um, you know, communities that are not represented uh, oftentimes in, in the corporate world and, and give people an opportunity to meet some of the folks that are just incredible, you know, and have so many, so much creativity to bring to the table and in resilience and innovation. And, um, you know, uh, one thing that, that has struck me so much in watching is uh, watching our students is the things that they're dealing with and contrasting the things they're dealing with with some of the things that, quite frankly, the first world problems that we complain about at work. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, there's no more Coke, you know, <laughs> there's, there's no more green. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or whatever. You know, I've got to go downstairs yeah. to use the bathroom because the one on the third floor is <laughs> closed. And, you know, and yeah. then and then some of our students literally are sleeping in vans. They're literally like one of our students only eats uh, one meal or he he is eating more than one meal now. But when he first came into our program, he was only eating one meal a day. That's all he could afford. 
And yeah, a lot of our, our students are taking care of their families depending on this internship income, um, you know, disabled parents, uh, you know, mothers that need their help. So it's, it's really humbling to hear it and motivating for everybody. Yes. And do you find that as, you know, as the leader of Faith Force that you're rallying the troops, like, like when you go down the ten, into the tenderloin, um, mm-hmm. are you rallying them to go down there and, you know, work with the addicted and, and homeless that are there? Or what what are you typically doing there in, in, in the tenderloin? Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do is yeah. to really interact with uh, that population. So, I mean, when we, ha- when we help with city impact, which I just can't, you know, praise enough. It's an incredible organization. Yes, love them. They have lots of opportunities. You know, typically engineers and technical writers are a little bit more on the shy side. So this is a big step for them to even kind of go down there and volunteer. But, they, they you know, you can help in the thrift store or in the school. But my favorite thing to do is to help in the, the SROs, the single resident mm-hmm. um, occupancy units, mm-hmm. converted hotel rooms. A lot of people almost never come out of them. And it's not what you would, you know, imagine. It's not just uh, people addicted to drugs, but it's the elderly, it's the disabled, it's the very, very lonely. And for us to be able to bring them a snack, a meal, and and mostly our love, and just say, you know, we don't we don't proselytize there either. We just say, you know, we just have a conversation. Hi, you know, my name's Sue. What's your name? And um, you know, where did you grow up? And and it's you know to see their faces light up is yep. something that a typical engineer doesn't see every day. And to know that they had an impact on this person's day. It's really profound on the employees. Many say it's the most impactful volunteering they've ever done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 do a street outreach once a month um, in the evening, and we pick a city in the in the Bay Area to go and and outreach to, and and we often have you know people working in corporate America and and also college students and whatnot, and just to see the light bulb go off. Right. It's mm-hmm. a, it's it's just you can talk about it all day, but until you actually hit the streets and you see, or you go to a home where someone is living um, with, with, you know, very minimal means that, that is where the reality, you know, sits in and you become aware of just how blessed you are and that. And and absolutely. And Jesus is in those moments. Yes. I I was doing this with a, a colleague who long ago had walked away from Jesus and the colleague was asking this man, he said, why are you so happy? You have so little. And the man had got this big broad smile across his face, this elderly gentleman. And he said, Oh, it's because of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that had a huge impact on this, this employee's life. And, you know, we had many conversations after that where he just came to me filled with questions. So um, it's just a beautiful witness of Jesus. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, so, so just thinking a little bit about, uh, where, you know, where you're taking it, we're going to take a break here in just a second, but, um, I'd love to hear if there are things, ways that people can get plugged into some of those opportunities, uh, ways in which, um, we can, uh, support what you're doing. Uh, love the listening audience to just kind of get next steps, next steps, action yeah. items. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back. And thank you so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. 
Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Uh, we are in the studio today with Sue Warnke, and we're just having a wonderful discussion about ways that we can encourage people in our workplace, people uh, wherever we are, to get active in their faith and, um, and to not hide um, who they are, right? To express all of themselves and, uh, and to be part of a, a, of a safe community. I just think it's, it's great what you're doing, Sue. And I know you have some things that are going on in the community. Maybe you can share out so that people can join you. Yeah. Um, I mean, the biggest action item I want to encourage in folks is, is to number one, come out of the shadows. If you are hiding, if you have been hiding and there's a lot of legitimate reasons, I'm sure, um, for you not to speak up about your faith. But I think that's the, the first step, you know, and God tells us to who much is given, much will be expected. I think he, he wants us to, to stand up. And, you know, I do believe that more will, will follow you and that a lot of people are waiting for somebody to go first. So so just be open about your, your faith um, is, is the first step. And then if you do feel called to start a group at your company, um, you know, the, there's a great organization, workandfaithmovement.org, that has resources and, and connects people all across Silicon Valley. So get connected in there. And then I'm starting to blog about my story and my experiences. So that's not launched quite yet, but you can follow me on LinkedIn and, and uh, Facebook to, to learn about that. And that's where I'll be sharing some, some more resources. Um, we do volunteer regularly with City Impact, as I said. So um, that'll probably be our next event in a few months is a big volunteering event there. And the whole community is welcome to join us. So follow me on LinkedIn. Awesome. And uh, do you want to just give the spelling of your name just in case uh, people? Yeah. yeah so. It's Sue, S-U-E, and then Warnicky, W-A-R-N-K-E. Awesome. There you go. So you can look her up on LinkedIn uh, or on Facebook and get more information that way. I want to give uh, a shout out to a new, as, as many of you know, we are a listener supported uh, organization and radio show. And so we do encourage you to become a Love Never Fails member. If you like, if you want, uh, like the programming and you want to support what we're doing, we would really appreciate it. And we have membership levels starting at $10 a month on up to $500 a month and you can find out more about that by going to love never fails uh, 
us.com and forward slash donate. And there you, there will be a membership link that you can look at. Um, but we want to congratulate and thank uh, Dr. Maluna Fausch, who has joined us as a member. Uh, we're so grateful for your membership and um, also your, uh, your contribution to our advisory board. Uh, we have quite a few events, speaking of Dr. Maluna, going on in the community, and um, we want to invite you out for those. And so the first thing is on the third Saturday of every month, we do a a street outreach. And this month we're going to be going to um, Oakland. And so if you're interested in joining us, please uh, do reach out to me. And my email address is Vanessa, uh, V-A-N-E-S-S-A, V-A-N-E-S-S-A at loveneverfailsus.com. And you can learn more about um, uh, where we're going and when to meet us and so on. So that's in Oakland, uh, the third Saturday, uh, which would be the 15th of June. We also want to encourage you to support our um, our a, a community store, Love Never Fails Community Store, which is in Hayward. And that uh, is at 22580. Uh, Grand Street in Hayward. Cross Street is A Street. We're open Monday through uh, Monday through Thursday at the moment. We've been uh, trying to get someone in to work on Fridays, so it's closed at the moment on Fridays. But Monday through Thursday, 12 to 5 p.m., we have all kinds of clothing and uh, goodies, uh, purses, accessories, even things for the house household items. Uh, for sale there and all of the proceeds go towards supporting our house and we also have survivors that work uh, there and that's part of their restorative their restoration is working there and maybe their very first job and so we want to invite you out to support our store and um, if you want to donate items we would love for you to do that as well also want to invite you out on the 13th of, of June Going back to Dr. Maluna's event, we are going to meet, um, I think it's the 13th of June, yes, and it's with Dr. Charty Bard, and she is going to be talking about evidence-based research on masculinized workplace cultures and strategies for improving them through the amplification of the positive facets of femininity. Whoa, <laughs> that's easy for me to say. And that's at the at Gallery South. And that's at 14440 Big Basin Way in Saratoga. And uh, Dr. Maluna is the host of that event. And it is a benefit event for Love Never Fails. So if you want to join us, it's from 630 to 9 p.m. And that's on June the 13th. Um, June 15th, we already talked about street outreach. And then we have uh, just a save the date for you. And that's a donor appreciation event on August the 24th from 1 to 3 p.m. Again, that's going to be at our community store, 22580 Grand Street in Hayward. And um, you can RSVP for that event at com forward slash events. And we would love for you to uh, join us and, and just so we can thank you and love on you and appreciate you for all that you have done to support this work. Um, also just want to invite you to uh, like our pages. So we have Love Never Fails uh, fan page. That's our Facebook page. We have Love Never Fails 5 is our Twitter. Uh, we're on uh, Instagram. I actually don't know the um, IG uh, ID, uh, but I bet you it's something to do with Love Never Fails. <laughs> 
should know that offhand. Sorry, bad on me. But um, and then we have Love Never Fails Radio. So um, please like those pages and uh, come to our website if you want to learn more about what we're doing. We're doing housing. We're doing workforce development, mentoring, uh, community awareness, prevention, education in the schools uh, as part of our Protect Collaborative with Three Strands Global and Frederick Douglass Family Initiative. We're doing a lot and we'd love to have you involved with what we're doing, either from a volunteer standpoint or um, maybe you'd like to help lend your expertise to us in our leadership team. We'd love to have that. And so please do reach out and you can do that by reaching out to Heidi and that is H-E-I-D-Y at loveneverfailsus.com. She's our volunteer coordinator or you can um, certainly give me an email, which is Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com. Again, we just are so grateful to you, Sue, for being on the show. Thank you Thank for you. Um, being here. And we're so grateful to you all who are listening in. We hope you learned something new today. And we want to make sure that you haven't, if you haven't heard it before, or if you just need to hear it again, we want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.